Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Thursday, October 12th, 2023, and I have an interesting show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. I was shocked yesterday, actually last night, when I saw this story on Steve Quayle. Um, And because Zero Hedge got all weird today, um, I am going to take it from um, from AmericanMilitaryNews.com. Because this story brought back to mind a remembrance of an article I wrote two years ago talking about this very thing. Here's a report at AmericanMilitaryNews.com. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read the important part. Uh, Report, Hamas calls for global jihad. Invasion of Israel attack Jews worldwide on October 13th. Of course, today is October 12th. This is timely. This is why I'm doing this is because whether you're a caregiver who's out and about shopping for those who you take care of, if you're going to work to take care of the disabled, if you are disabled and you're out living your life, you have a possibility of running into this. So this is serious stuff. Hamas calls for global jihad invasion of Israel attack Jews worldwide on October 13th. Again, this is from AmericanMilitaryNews.com. A leader and founding member of Hamas, Khalid and Michelle, reportedly called for a global jihad on Tuesday, asking Muslims around the world to target the people of Israel on Friday, October 13th. Video of Michelle's reported call to violence was posted on YouTube and remains up on the platform as of Wednesday at 10 a.m. According to a translation and analysis of the video by author Brother Rashid, Michelle referred to his proposed day of anger as, quote, the Friday of Al-Aqsa, excuse me, Al-Aqsa flood, which will, quote, send a message of rage to Zionists and to America, unquote. Quote, the most important thing, he asked all Muslims around the world, to carry jihad by their souls, to fight and be martyrs for Al-Aqsa. He wants Muslims to fight against the Jews, starting with Muslims who live in the country surrounding Israel, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt, but also other countries, to go to the borders and try to enter, each by his own means, unquote, Rashid explained. Quote, he said, this is the time for jihad to be applied on the ground rather than just in theory. He asked the Mujahideen to go in long caravans 
to spell their blood. I think he meant to say spill their blood on the land of Palestine. Yeah. Um, so this is the this is what just jarred this in my memory last night when I saw this. This, of course, is very serious. And, you know, they said it's obviously Israel, but it's also America. And especially if you live anywhere near a Jewish community. Um, like in Pittsburgh, you know, there's a, a, a very large Jewish community in a neighborhood called Squirrel Hill. Now, Jewish folks are in other, um, you know, parts of the city and so forth. But that is a, a very big uh, established uh, and successful neighborhood um, in the east side of the city. Very nice, too, by the way, really. Um, but that neighborhood is going to be on guard, on edge. I mean, I assure you that uh, with what has gone on. Um, and, you know, within, you know, two, three miles of that community is, you know, major universities like University of Pittsburgh and um, Carnegie Mellon and Carlo, uh, uh, not Carlo, um, uh, Mellon. Um, anywho, I can't remember the name of that. It's actually a small university that's right at the bottom of the hill on Shadyside before you get up to, um, up to Squirrel Hill. But anyway, you know, so at, at the universities, of course, a lot of young people and um, we're a lot of, um, you know, politics on the grounds happens. So I, um, I'm going to share my article that I wrote two years ago to tell you how um, the, the title of my article was bringing, bringing all things to remembrance. And I wrote this two years ago after seeing um, one of Steve Quayle's uh, Q-casts. Again, this, again, this happened just last week to me. Uh, it's so, uh, all I can say is I think, you know, God is, he truly does bring all things to remembrance. And we'll quote that scripture in a minute. But here's my article. It's up on uh, EA blog at www.encouragingangels.org. Uh, I put it up last night, so it's dated yesterday. Qu uh, titled, Bringing All Things to Remembrance. Here we go. This article originally appeared on the Encouraging Angels blog, and a link is there, on August 28, 2021. This is a repost of that article. And first, I'm going to give you a little preamble. When I saw the link today, and I meant yesterday, on Steve Quayle's website to the Zero Hedge article, Hamas leader calls for global Muslim uprising rising in uh, Day of Rage on Friday, report says. And the link is there. It immediately took me back to the article I wrote after seeing Steve Quayle's Q Files Standing in the Fire podcast of just a little over two years ago. Steve recounted old notes 
of his that found their way into the hands of a pastor. The picture uh, on Steve's podcast reminded me of the cover of William Forston's novella, Day of Rage. Steve's intuition, and hopefully my writing, was two years ahead of its time. Please take a minute to read the article and contemplate the unthinkable in light of the Zero Hedge article and its implications for Friday. Now here is the reposted article by Stan Szymanski. I subscribe to Steve Quayle at qfiles.tv. Here is the image that accompanied Steve's notice that he has posted a new video for his subscribers entitled Standing in the Fire. Inspired by old notes that he found their way back into, uh, inspired that by old notes that find their way back into the hands of a pastor. And it's a, it's a picture uh, of someone with their arms uh, up and out in the midst of fire. And then I say, the following is the cover of the seminal novella by the best-selling author, William Forston. And it is the cover of William Forston's Day of Wrath. And it's an extremely similar picture um, with, you know, someone standing there, you know, in the fire. And again, you can see that and actually order the book. It's a, it's a, a very good book on this subject. Uh, and it, it's a, um, a work of fiction. Um, but who knows for how long? at dayofwrathbook.com. Back to the article. I remember watching the Jim Baker show when Pastor Baker was interviewing Mr. Forston just as the book was coming out. Mr. Forston uh, said that the person on the cover was a shadowed outline of his wife, darkened and superimposed over the flames. Steve, now I'm talking, going back and talking about Steve Quayle. Steve is fond of quoting John 14, 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. From the official website, Day of Wrath. This is from William Forston's Day of Wrath website. Dice Iray, and I think that's uh, um, Arabic, Dice Iray. Day of Wrath presents, in fictional form, a realistic account of an attack by ISIS within the United States. The author based the work on prior terrorist actions in Russia, Syria, and Iraq. He narrates a scenario that brings such tactics to America an attack launched against five of our nation's elementary and middle schools combined with deadly shooting hits along our interstate highways. The goal, to terrorize and shut down America. And of course, I have a note in there to please uh, refer to the proviso at the end of the writing about reproducing my writing and please consider a donation to Encouraging Angels today. Back to the article. The campaign to encourage Americans to take the jab has had a goal to terrorize the populace, to make them fear for their lives. Fear, the emotion that tyrants like Pol Pot, Idi Amin, Stalin, and Mao effectively use to control 
large swaths of their nationalistic multitudes is being used by the industrial complex in America to control the masses here. Both of the shadowy figures in the images either are or are represented to be Christians. These figures are literally standing in the fire. The fire creates terror and fear. The fire is judgment. The figures express fear and grief even though we cannot see their faces. The expression of the shadowy figures is and will be that of Americans unless Americans truly confess and repent of their sins and turn to Jesus, the living God. Consumed in the fire, they will be, unless they trust him, to the very end, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they choose the flames of the furnace and refuse to deny their God in the face of a terrible government. Now we're going to the scripture out of Daniel. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. How many Americans, and that is, by the way, uh, from the book of Daniel chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. How many Americans have the faith and constitution of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that culminated with the Lord himself standing with them in the furnace? Quote, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like a son of God. Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. Approximately half of Americans have chosen to worship the golden image, the jab, the medical complex, fake peace, fake peace and safety. It's actually probably closer to 70%. Back to the article, be very sure, dear reader, that the flames of judgment and testing are coming. Remember that the Lord brings all things to remembrance. Remember that our churches have embraced the prosperity gospel. Remember that their pastors are members of the clergy response teams. And if you don't know what that is, Go to my article in my podcast during the last week, of which I also reposted, amazing, amazing, on encouragingangels.org. Okay. Remember that their pastors are members of the clergy response teams to assure your enslavement and worse. Remember that over 60 million babies are dead from abortion since the advent of Roe versus Wade. Remember that thousands of Americans have been abandoned in Afghanistan. The matter is not if, but when. The supposed and real Christians are faced with the reality of the flames of national and personal judgment. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego remembered the Lord, exercised their faith, trusted Him, and lived because of it. The two shadowy figures 
are in the midst of expressing fear. Will they live or not? When it is your turn to stand in the fire, there is only one way out, and his name is Jesus. Is the sharing of these images and the story of Day of Wrath a foreshadowing of what is to come? I do not know, but it is interesting to consider. Steve Quayle is very quick to point out that he is not a prophet. I certainly am not. But when Steve shared that image, it brought to remembrance, for me, the second image of the cover of the book, Day of Wrath. And you can read read or buy Day of Wrath at dayofwrathbook.com. If you are a believer, subscribe to QFiles. That's QFiles.tv. If you are not sure of your salvation, trust Jesus. If you are a pastor who is a member of the clergy response team, the government who recruited you and persecutes Christians will surely be the author of your fate, a la the brown shirts of the Fuhrer, when their usefulness to him ended. Return to your first love. Consider taking this writing as the catalyst that, quote, brings all things to remembrance, unquote, for you. And that's the article that I wrote two years ago, inspired by, you know, what Steve Quayle spoke on his, his podcast. Um, and here we have this Hamas leader calling for a, literally, he called for a day of wrath tomorrow on Friday. How broad would this be? Uh, I Who knows? Who knows? Terrorists always use fear, and isn't it interesting? You know, I wanted to bring something up, and I thank David Dubine at um, ADAPT2030, uh, who's such a great commentator. But he was talking uh, earlier this week about that Bibi Netanyahu, you know, the Prime Minister of Israel, uh, really had a situation on his hands before this attack that uh, people uh, were up in arms in Israel about how dictatorial he wanted to run the country as a dictator. Uh, apparently, according to to uh, Mr. Dubin, and I, I trust him. Um, and this attack came. And all of a sudden, all that went out the window. Now everybody's in, you know, a uh, an Israeli nationalist, and they're waving the flag, and they're all behind Netanyahu now. How divided is this country, the United States of America? How many people, you know, the amount of people that like actually like Joe Biden and think he's doing a good job, from what I hear, the numbers are somewhere between nine and eleven percent. That is not a, um, a recipe for success. But the, sa- the same as when George Bush was in office in 2001, when the 9-11 ta- uh, attacks happened, everybody threw their um, political thoughts out the window and became nationalists. You know, they grabbed the flag and, and were behind the government. And, of course, then the government did all the in my humble opinion, really unnecessary things. And of course, uh, a case can certainly be made that, you know, 9-11 was an inside job. You know, you can watch uh, 
you know, the movies that Alex Jones put out and so forth. Uh, but these things are used in these manners. And the, the powers that be know this and are, uh, you know, apparently people who are willing to do it. We've seen it a couple, again, 9-11, this recent one in, in Israel. It has had the effect. I'm not claiming that they did it, but it has had the effect of creation, creating um, a nationalistic sentiment. And they use the fire. The fire creates terror and fear. But in truth, the fire is judgment. And those shadowy figures who stand in the fire, you know, even though you can't see it, you can see in your mind's eye that they express fear and grief, you know, even though we can't see their faces. I ask you to consider, and again, especially our caregivers, our disabled folks who are listening, uh, consider the stories of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where they told the king right to his face that even if they were thrown in the fire, they would not acquiesce. They would not bow down to the golden image. And when they were thrown in the fire, God himself was with them and delivered them out of it. Because right now, folks, we have done so many stories here about the war, the the Ukrainian war, um, which is really an American war against Russia, American and NATO, about food disappearing and becoming uh, on the verge of prohibitively expensive, um, the an impending real estate crash, um, the bond market coming unhinged. Everybody's waiting for you know you you keep here looking at the the mainstream financial media and they're writing these stories about oh you know the top of the rates are behind us. I don't believe that for a second. You know we did I I published a story from Asian Take about Japan unloading $900 billion in U.S. treasuries. That's our one of our biggest allies and one of the biggest buyers of treasury bonds. And they have unloaded that. Who is going to buy our bonds? Answer, nobody. Nobody. The only buyer of U.S. treasuries will be the government itself, a snake eating its own tail, and they will impose uh, some kind of mandate on pension funds uh, and 401ks and whatever that you will, for your safe option, you will have to have U.S. Treasuries. And in my humble opinion and study, I believe that this is heading towards a Weimar journey. If, if the country just doesn't, you know take a, a huge hit from a nuke or something, you know, which the U.S. is pushing for with Russia. 
Russia has superior uh, missile delivery capabilities of nuclear arms. It's a fact. They have hypersonic weapons. The, the United States does not. They're on their third or fourth generation of these things. The United States does not, has not successfully fielded hypersonic weapons. Do they have other things? They might. Look what happened in Lahaina. Do you believe that's a regular forest fire when a car was not only burned, but its its uh, uh, wheels, you know, with the lugs on it and everything, melted to the pavement, which takes about 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit, and right next to it, a tree is not consumed? Give me a break. That's something else, i.e., like directed energy weapons, i.e., like military-grade lasers. I mean, uh, and the United States... Give $6 billion to the Ukraine. The United States immediately gets behind Israel. And for the folks in Lahaina, you know, on Maui, families get $700 and, and lose their home and everything that they had, that they don't even support our own people. What country are we living in? You remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, excuse me, when you were thrown into the fire, good God, like the folks in Lahaina. You know, for the believers there, God will be with them. It doesn't mean it's not hard, you know. Witness for God. Witness for Jesus Christ. Trust Jesus Christ. Now. Today is the day of your salvation. Jesus Christ came to this earth because no one can stand in front of God and live without Jesus Christ and his righteousness. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. That's why Jesus had to come. And he came fully God and fully man and lived a perfect life as a Jew, as an Israelite, fulfilling the law. Fulfilling the law. That is so important because no one else could do that. And he was, by fulfilling the law, living a perfect life. He was the perfect, unblemished sacrifice, the Lamb of God, whose blood was spilled. And whose, and this, the scripture says, there is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood, and only the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ was sufficient for the remission of sin in the eyes of the Father. And Jesus rose from the dead to give us everlasting life. When you're in the fire, look at my article. Look at my article with the images of the people, you know, in the fire, standing in the fire, as Steve Quayle said. Because all of us will go through as, the, as it is said in the community, all of us will go through. But those of us that go through with Jesus Christ 
either will live and be a witness or be called into his presence to be with him forever. Trust Jesus Christ now. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. You can give on our donate page at www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the link to use your card on the Cornerstone link, Great Payment Processor, or send something to our P.O. Box. With all that is going on, with what happened in Israel, it's, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you this, that your government has no civil defense plan for you. You know, in Russia, they can put their whole, the whole city of Moscow underground to protect the people in the event of a nuclear attack. In the United States, eh, not so much. Do you know where a civil defense shelter is near you? Don't worry about it because there isn't one. Oh, the politicians have some places to go, but you need to know, and you can know what to do by uh, having a reference like Civil Defense Manual, civildefensemanual.com by the excellent person and uh, ex-military Jack Lawson, who who shows you how to uh, assemble a neighborhood protection team. And other authors that, that co-authored chapters of the book, like N.C. Scout, an expert in communications, who wrote the communications chapter, Night Fighting with Navy SEAL Matt Bracken, uh, Intelligence and Area Study with an intelligence officer, Sam Culper. And all these are put into a 950-page and more, and everything on food, water, nuclear survival, uh, into a 950-page uh, reference for you in two volumes. It's $100. In my humble opinion, it is worth it. Well, this is the encouraging... Again, go to civildefensemanual.com, okay, to check it out. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Samansky, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time. <laughs>